This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, September 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USTR announces second Korea trade meeting. Commerce Department airs manufacturing gripe amid NAFTA talks. High-def bacteria? FSIS says it'll keep meat safer. The date is set for U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer to meet again with his counterpart in South Korea to hash out changes to the two countries' free trade agreement. The second special session of the Joint Committee under the U.S.-Korea Trade Pact, known as CHORUS, will be held October 4th this year. It's a positive sign for the U.S. ag sector, which has seen exports to the Asian country rise significantly since the FDA was implemented about five years ago and hopes the FDA can be salvaged. But South Korean exports of non-agriculture products, think Kia Automobiles, have also been very strong because of CHORUS. President Donald Trump recently threatened to pull the U.S. out of the deal because of the $28 billion deficit in traded goods that the U.S. is running with South Korea. That sent a shockwave of fright through the U.S. ag sector, which reacted with stern letters to the White House from groups like the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. USTR says it's looking for big changes in course, including possible amendments and modifications to resolve several problems regarding market access in Korea for U.S. exports and, most importantly, to address the significant trade imbalance. The Friday announcement from the USTR might explain why USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue sat down with South Korean Ambassador An Ho Young last week, as reported by AgriPulse. The two talked about, quote, all kinds of agriculture issues, including chorus untold AgriPulse. Commerce Department airs manufacturing gripe amid NAFTA talks. The third round of negotiations to overhaul the North American Free Trade Agreement kicked off on Saturday in Ottawa under a cloud of criticism from U.S. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross. Ross, primarily concerned about the diminishing percentage of U.S. manufactured parts and automobiles sold in the three NAFTA countries and outdated rules of origin, penned a scathing op-ed that was sent out by the Commerce Department Friday and published by the Washington Post. While NAFTA has achieved its goal of increasing three-way trade in absolute terms, American workers and businesses are not benefiting in a way that is fair and reciprocal, Ross wrote in the missive titled, These NAFTA Rules Are Killing Our Jobs. That heaped the pressure on negotiators, who U.S. farmers hope can finish NAFTA 2.0 without losing the tariff-free trade conditions that have helped boost U.S. beef, pork, wheat, rice, corn, soybeans, and dairy exports over the past two decades. High-def bacteria? FSIS says it'll keep meat safer. There's a better way to protect the nation's meat supply and the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service moving ahead to overhaul the way it detects and analyzes harmful bacteria like Salmonella, E. coli, and Listeria. FSIS, together with FDA, the CDC, and the National Center for Biotechnology Information, will hold public meetings October 26th and 27th at the USDA's Washington headquarters to discuss plans to switch to a new bacteria detection method. The new whole genome sequence method will give food safety officials a much more detailed view of the pathogens than the current pulse field gel electrophoresis method. 
The switch over is getting accolades from food safety advocates. We are pleased the CDC and the regulatory agencies are in the process of adopting a more powerful tool to identify stereotypes of foodborne pathogens that can help identifying the source of foodborne illness outbreaks in a more expeditious fashion. That Food and Water Watch senior food policy analyst Tony Corbo to AgriPulse. White House Garden. FLOTUS picks up where Obama's left off. President Trump not only kept the White House garden in operation, but First Lady Melania Trump is now carrying on the tradition of bringing in local school kids to plant and to harvest vegetables. On Friday, Mrs. Trump hosted 12 members of the Boys and Girls Club to pick peppers, leeks, and other vegetables from the garden that Michelle Obama famously started soon after arriving at the White House. Wearing jeans and sneakers, the first lady chatted with the kids about the importance of healthy eating before they got down to business, according to the pool report. What's your favorite vegetable, Mrs. Trump asked. Carrots, one of the children responded. In addition to picking the vegetables, the first lady also helped plant broccoli. The kids were sent off with gardening kits and honey. The White House kitchen garden is a prime example of how children can enjoy the outdoors and learn about healthy eating and living while also gaining an understanding of the White House and its rich history, Mrs. Trump said. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, September 25th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a hybrid strategic consulting, marketing, and communications company that delivers innovative solutions and meaningful results to clients across the farm, food, environmental sciences, and lifestyle spectrum. For more information, please visit wideopenthinking.com. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.